It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Tammy Bruce. And this is the Fox News Rundown. August 11th, 2023. I'm Tanya J. Powers. Inflation rises for the first time in over a year. And that's the issue, quite frankly, that that's being left out. Um, The bare necessities, the cost of things that you and I and everybody else needs to live on every single day, they're not going down. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. Will those pre-pandemic normal prices on goods and services ever return? We're talking inflation and consumer price hikes, as well as how America's doing with its credit card debt. And two women are having a major effect on tourism and the economy in cities across the U.S. According to the numbers that they've been putting, and it's been a trend that has been continuing. But, you know, I, I would ask yourself, I'd ask all of your listeners you know, do they feel any better? I mean, does their their bills seem any smaller? We're speaking today with Chris Markowski, investor advocate and host of the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast. When they go to the grocery store, when you, you, you your jaw drops you know, after you've uh, put a couple items into your cart, does it feel any better? And that's the issue, quite frankly, that that's being left out. Um, the bare necessities, the cost of things that you and I and everybody else needs to live on every single day, they're not going down. Our food costs aren't going down. Our energy costs aren't going down. Our coffee is not going down. All of those things remain high. And that's one of the reasons why people are very, very disenchanted with this uh, Biden economy, Bidenomics nonsense. Okay, devil's advocate for just a second. When grocery stores raise prices and businesses and, you know, all these manufacturers raise prices, if, you know, they, they do this for several reasons, is it... Is it out of line to say that they don't necessarily want to bring these back down if they're even if things get a little bit better and inflation eases? Should we really realistically expect prices to come down on some of these things? I I, I would. I mean, competition would dictate that. Uh, I mean, if grocery store A wants to compete against grocery store B, and obviously you're going to do that with, with pricing. But, it, you know, it's not working that way. And it's just it's this nonsense that I see. You know, what was it? a couple articles yesterday talking about, oh, global food prices are through the roof. Not really. I just got back from Europe and I could go out to dinner for one third of what I spend here in the United States. So they're, they're not at the levels that we're paying here. Let's talk about uh, core inflation. Uh, it rose. Now, core inflation, if you're like me and you do not have a master's degree in economics, uh, that means they strip out the food and energy prices, basically. Yep. And if with things like new cars and new housing prices going up, has, yep. has this been going on for a while now? Yeah, absolutely. And, and actually, this is the first time I, I've, I've ever seen this. Because the Federal Reserve has raised rates so quickly, you haven't seen home prices. Normally what happens is when mortgage rates go up, it's an inverse relationship. The housing, housing prices will come down. But because it happens so quickly, there's not enough inventory right now to uh, satisfy that demand. This is why it's almost keeping people in their homes. 
people don't want to sell because their mortgage rates are so low. So that's becoming a bitter problem. That's keeping housing prices very high. Do you see the feds reacting to this with an interest rate hike or, or the opposite? What do you think is going to happen with this? I, I, I think that the Fed is, it has to be done or close to done, or I, I think they may even be going in the opposite direction sooner rather than later, quite frankly. There's not much the Federal Reserve can do with the type of inflation that's really hitting everybody at this point in time. I was cracking jokes last year about it, you know, when chicken prices were going through the roof. And it's like, oh, everybody's complaining. Look at inflation and chicken. I said, what's the Fed going to do? There's the, the avian flu with the chickens. They're going to put masks on chickens? It's silly. I mean, at some point in time, it, it, there's two sides of the equation when it comes to inflation. And supply is one of them. And that's what we need to focus on right now. Not the demand side, but the supply side. I don't know, Chris. Just think about all the jobs it would create if you made all those chicken masks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, speaking of jobs, the last jobs report says nearly 200,000 jobs were added, but the overall market cooled a little bit. Do you see any indicators relating to the economy in this? Well, I, I, that, that number is a little suspicious to me, uh, quite frankly, because some of the seasonality adjustments that came into play for July, I, I, I'm looking at these things, and something doesn't smell right. So I got a sinking suspicion you were going to probably see some revisions down the road that are going to be more, you know, towards the negative when it comes to that. And that's why I'm starting to think that the, you know, the Fed may, uh, you know, I think the Fed's basically done, and may even sooner rather than later start easing. We've been speaking with Chris Markowski, host of the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast and investor advocate, about the state of our economy and Swifties. More after this. When it comes to investments, we've got some listeners who may be thinking, you know, I'd, I'd kind of like to know what I should look for as far as making investments at this point. Do you have any any good you know, advice, key tips or anything for investors with the way things are now? Listen, my, my advice to people, first and foremost, everyone's situation is unique and different. This is why you know, I, I own an investment firm. I never go on air and I never give stock picks because a buy for you may not be a buy for your next door neighbor. You need to get your financial plan done the right way. And if you get it done the right way, whatever market conditions exist, you shouldn't be deviating. If you're doing well, you've got to understand that you have to reallocate assets to the right places. Um, you have to understand your risk tolerance. There's a myriad of different things. But you know, if you're in the process where you're still working, my best advice would be continue to pay yourself every single month. Dollar cost average, put money away from, from every single paycheck that you get, and, and that's how you build wealth over time kind of hard to do though if you're paying you know way more for eggs than you than <laughs> than yeah. you really want to especially if you're if you're talking about a family and you're trying to you know make ends meet that is tough you're absolutely 110 right as we're seeing more and more surveys out there saying people feeling like they're not going to be able to retire and you know you couple that with the fact that social security is more likely going to be cut by 10 percent uh, within a 20%, excuse me, within the next 10 years, it makes for uh, a little bit more of uh, a, a difficult time, quite frankly. But you, you have to try to do what you can. You have to be consistent about it. And again, I know with the prices are higher, it makes it a little bit more difficult, but, but you do not want to deviate from something like that. How are we looking as a, as a whole, as a country, with credit card debt? Is, is, there, is there a rise in the average debt going on right now with credit cards? Are we you know, shopping online more? What, what's happening with that? Actually, we just bought, first time ever, went over a trillion dollars in credit card debt, which is very, very high, and, you know, that's not a good sign. You know, I, again, you know, I use a credit card for everything, but I use it, you know, it's for accounting purposes, and you pay it off every single month, and that's how it needs to be done. 
unfortunately, people, they get behind the eight ball when it comes to credit cards. And that's not, not a good place to be when you're paying those types of interest rates. You're getting those frequent flyer miles, aren't you? You can admit it, Chris. It's fine. I know. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> uh, I also want to ask you, kind of on a lighter note, because we've been discussing some pretty heavy economic stuff when it comes to people's you know, pocketbooks. Uh, there is the story surrounding the Eras tour with Taylor Swift. How a music tour changes a state's GDP. It has literally this tour has been compared to like the Super Bowl coming to town with what we've seen. It's the tour has already grossed more than 300 million, according to Polestar. Chicago's Tourism and Conventions Bureau announced announced last month they set a record for the city for occupied hotel rooms. Part of that was due to the three sold out nights of concerts that she had there. There were other things in town just to be, you know, for context there. In Philadelphia, the Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia uh, said that tourism in the area continued to show slight growth there. Downtown Cincinnati hotels grossed about 2.6 million. This is an economic impact. I don't think a lot of folks saw this coming, but it it it's it seems to be not just one or two places. It seems to be more widespread than that. Can you speak to that? I mean, does this surprise you? I, maybe Taylor should run for president. She's not old enough yet, is she? Uh, That's how you really create economic activity. You go out there, you create jobs, you do all sorts of things, and you don't take taxpayer money and try to do it. Good for her. God bless her. As uh, far as I'm concerned, I think that's fantastic. It's almost like when the circus used to come to town back in the day. I mean, you know, power to the Swifties. I would also point out though, that Beyonce, who is doing her re- Renaissance tour right now, Forbes projected that that tour could gross $2 billion. Uh, the era's tour for Taylor Swift about 1.6 billion. That's a lot of that's a lot of tourism dollars and a lot of uh, extra, you know, nights and hotels and restaurants and things like that generated by two women. And that's just that's stunning, honestly. I should have practiced my trombone more back when I was in high school. I think <laughs> rather than playing lacrosse and football, maybe that would have been a better idea. <laughs> you know, whatever works for you, Chris. It seems like you've uh, <laughs> you've got a handle on this money thing. Thanks for joining the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Anytime. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.